All right, Dodsworth Saxhorn Band, and we're joining in progress semifinal action. It is the Nationals against the Walker Tavern Wheels. Uh, in the bottom of the fifth inning, Walker just put up two on the top of the fifth to make it 10-3. to three. And uh, the Nationals are up uh, to bat right now. It looks like Minnow is in the on-deck area. I'll tell you what, this Walker team has just been crushing the baseball. They hit it hard, and they hit it far. With great authority, they announce their presence. <laughs> That's very their, true. <laughs> the biceps and triceps and... And as you look out on the field in the Walker defense, you don't see, like, a weak link anywhere. You don't see, like, a suspect, like, oh, that could be a base hit. Solid defender, defenders all over. Well, you got you got to be able to play defense to win this. You can't just be a softball team that puts up big numbers. You, know, you won't win. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and someone said the exact same thing. Yeah, that's true. Oh! No, he's safe. Oh, wait, I can't give opinions. So there was a line, uh, a ground ball that the uh, shortstop had to range to his left to grab, scooped it up, threw across his body to over to first, and crazy legs threw up one paw to snag that ball out of the air. It was beautiful, but the runner makes his first bag. Okay, so we got Bobby Murkowski uh, up to the plate here with the runner on first as uh, there was a judgment situation on that as there is on every close play ever. Did you know that this guy is the smartest guy Mike Ossie knows? Uh, who's that? Murkowski. Oh, is that sarcasm? Uh, uh, pop up down the first baseline, hits a tree, and falls in front of some spectators. Mr. Twilliger claps his hands, feeling he should have had it, but you're wrong. No, Too tough of a play. You weren't going to make that, that play. <laughs> I wasn't going to get that. But that's all right. Whatever drives you. <laughs> According to Mr. Murkowski, he scored the highest score possible on the bar exam, making him a better lawyer than uh, Mike Ossie, apparently. Is that official? That's what I heard. Is that is that all it takes, is a better score to be a better lawyer? Let me tell you, um, these are the conversations that we have <laughs> on the sidelines during our games. <laughs> we should have been paying attention to the match, but we were talking scores on the bar exam. Hit to center field. That's going to be over, over the center head. fielder's head. The Nationals are running, bumbling, stumbling. Oh. Oh, he's holding that third bag. I do believe that was Bobby Murkowski. Am I right? Yeah. We're kind of farther away. Yeah, that was Bobby Murkowski. Drilled the ball out to center field. That's a triple score and a run. He runs like a newborn gazelle. Like Does he? I feel like he's going to fall on his There's face. There's just limbs yeah. in every direction. It's just... It's very fast. It's uh, just everywhere. This brings up Serrano for the Nationals. I'll tell you what, this Nationals club is a solid baseball club. We had a really great match with them yesterday. And pounded into the ground. Uh, you're going to appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And here's the throw over to first, and it's going to be a short hop. Oh, uh, oh. Minnow's going to try to score. <gasps> There's going to be a play at the plate. He's going to be thrown out. Oh, that, that, you know, Mr. Ossie is looking at Mr. Murkowski with disappointed eyes there as Mr. Murkowski tried to make home plate by sliding. 
And we already know how that uh, Mr. Ossie feels about I that. I cannot say for 100% certainty that he was called out. Uh, I was going on my gut on what I saw. Uh, so we will see how they scored it. I'll be surprised if he wasn't out. The ball beat him there, so we'll see what Solid happens. Solid tag by Mr. Yeah. Simpson. Who is a wall of a man. Oh, he's a he's a beautiful human being as well. And has a beautiful daughter, uh, two beautiful daughters, apparently. And uh, no more accurate name of vintage baseball than Iron Ore. That guy's tough as nails. Ball hit out to center field. Uh, a diving attempt is going to come up short as they're going to have first and second now for the Nationals. <laughs> we got scoop uh, Sloop here, as you can see, or as we call him on the Capitals, Farmer, trying to make sure that the, the second base runner is secure on his bag. That was Mr. Winsett with that hit. Uh, Winsett. I'm sorry. Winsett. Where do <laughs> I get that from? Mr. Winsett. Uh, and that's going to bring up what I, I was told is Spiteman. These are not vintage names. The Nationals just use their actual last names. And some of the Nationals I'm not completely familiar with. So Spiteman is a new name to me. And there's a hit to the third baseman. He's going to drop it, but he's going to. The shortstop is covering third base. He's going to get over and uh, accept. Mr. Chase is going to accept a toss over to third to get the force. Wow. You know, Mr. Winsett, there is not a nicer man in the game than Nick Winsett, you know? Really? Like, he usually plays first base. I love having, getting a base hit and just having our conversations. Really, just a gentleman among men. That brings up uh, Mr. Hubbard with a base hit into center field. Uh, we're going to stay station to station and load the bases for the Nationals. I love that style of play. Station to station, baby. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Right. Here comes the leadoff hitter for the Nationals is Mr. Vaughn, who drafted this team for their defensive abilities. It was a solid choice. They call him Mad Dog, but you won't see a player smiling more than Mr. Vallon. You know, it's funny. Rumor is, some years ago, Mr. Vallant was uh, wanted to take in the world's tournament experience as and take some of the pressure off and just enjoy the experience. So uh, as a grounder to third base, third baseman's going to bring it in and get the force at third. Uh, like Mr. Vallant wanted a, a spectators? Uh, like No, he moved over. He moved over. This is rumor. I cannot confirm this. Okay. He moved over to the Nationals because he wanted to play with less pressure and enjoy oh, the experience more. Yeah. And then here we are with the Nationals <laughs> in, in the, the final four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the good news is... So the, much for that. <laughs> <laughs> the Nationals have earned an automatic bid for next year because they're now in the semifinals. <laughs> so congratulations, guys. So after five innings, 10-4 uh, to four, uh, in favor of Walker. You know what I always enjoyed about Mr. Vallant is that I could always count on him to be... Uh, a fair fowler and so you know we got to stick together those people that like to hit fair fouls but now he just hits the ball like a regular person seems boring <laughs> uh so the walker tavern wheels are up i'm trying to see who this is 
There's a pop-up. It's going to go to the second baseman. He camps. He holds it with those hands. <laughs> That's such a good catchphrase. Please don't. <laughs> keep that. Please keep that. <laughs> uh, you know what? The funny thing is I'm sitting here. I know the Walker more by their real names than I do. Their nickname? By their nickname. This is Mr. Chaser here. Uh, he's a photographer. Oh, yeah? Uh, absolutely. As he pops up to left field, there's a camping situation. Center fielder comes in, and he holds it with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes, is that crazy late? Yeah, that, so that was Bones. Mr. Chase's Bones. Uh, Bullet was the first out of the inning. Uh Barrel Rollers getting harassed by the Dodsworth Saxhorn band. I, I don't know why. I don't know either. What have I done to deserve this? He said you look like Mr. Ossie. I've done nothing to deserve it. I mean, I don't. I can't think of two people that look nothing different. Like. <laughs> <in> <laughs> more different. <laughs> Mr. Twilliger is up, uh, captain of the Walker Tavern Wheels. Ooh. Uh, hard hit ball into left field. is going to die in the grass before it gets to the left fielder. He's going to make a turn. It wasn't a serious turn. He made no commitment. He's afraid of commitment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is he afraid of commitment, or does he just know his 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 abilities? He knows his boundaries. He wanted the commitment. Uh-huh. The uh, the ball said no, and he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> this is honestly like uh, for the spectators and the people at home. Like, if you're ever at Greenfield Village in the World Tournament, you get a seat. Ooh, is that Mr. Orr, Iron Orr? Uh, over the fielder, over the left fielder's head, uh, Mr. Simpson Twilliger is going to score with those crazy legs, and Andrew's going to stop at second base. Like, the left fielder, ladies and gentlemen, the left fielder was playing what would be considered a deep left field, and the ball was still hit over his head. Wow. Uh, but uh, for anybody that comes to the World Tournament, get a spot high on the hill. And you can watch both games at the same time. As I look over to my left, I can see uh, Flat Rock and the Old Golds playing because there are some great hits there. Uh, it looks like uh, Flat Rock played it a couple of runs just now. As we have, is this, what's this, Hawk? Yeah. Yeah. He was in the Mightiest Striker at the uh, Michigan Vintage Baseball Festival. And that was not a mighty strike there. That was a foul tick to the behind, or the catcher ending the inning. Ouch, man. Yeah. Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage. You know, uh, Walker plates won that inning. Hawk in Gettysburg was pulverizing the ball in Gettysburg. It was, it was terrifying because I was a center. I was a left fielder during that game. Uh, that brings the score eleven to four in favor of the Walker Tavern Wheels as we're going to the bottom of the sixth here. So Mr. Hubbard, once again, will be up for the Nationals. Last man in the lineup uh-huh. due to the fact that Mr. Spiteman was uh, forced out to end the inning. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I like that rule, and I hate that rule. Like, I think I didn't get my second at bat in our last game until maybe the fourth inning. That's right. Uh, nobody wants to see that garbage. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. No, you're right. People want to see the Swamp Fox up to, at the plate. You're 100% right. Sure. 
<laughs> there's a hit up the middle to the center fielder. And Mr. Spiteman is going to take his first. Or, I'm sorry, Mr. Hubbard. I was mistaken. It's Mr. Hubbard. How dare you? Uh, I love the rule of playing by the vintage. By the way, you vintage baseball clubs that don't use the vintage lineup, what are you doing? Yeah. What What are you doing? What's the deal? Uh, for that- one, it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Let's start there and end there. But two, I think it brings a whole new level of the chess playing that has to take place during a baseball game, which is what makes baseball a great game, is the chess that you have to play. And there's a grounder up to the middle shortstop. Flip to second for one. A hard throw over to first is going to get away from the first baseman. Error on Twilliger. Error on Twilliger. Error on Twilliger. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I mean, it was a bang-bang play, ladies and gentlemen. They were... uh, (laughs) That's uh, one out. Uh, and that was Mr. Volant. Mr. Twilliger is getting up there in years. He's doing the best he can, okay? He's not getting up there in years. Yeah, Do you see is. him running around the bases crying out loud? No. He's got 20 more years. Well, he's six foot eight, and he has the stride. <laughs> Have of, you like, seen his eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen his <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his eyes? I get lost in them all they the time. They are amazing. I'm still lost in them. <laughs> I, I can't find my way out of them. <laughs> And this is the color commentary you can expect, ladies and gentlemen. This is a name I'm not familiar with on the Nationals, so I'm going to destroy it. Weirendorf. Weirendorf. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, is it over his head? Well, we should learn his name because he just crushed it to center fielder over the center fielder's head. Mr. Vlant's going to score. He's looking for help. He's looking for help. He's scoring. He's scoring. No throw. No, the throw comes in. And he beat it. He still got it. Mad dog. Still got those legs. Can move. Wow. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, honestly, like, did you see how fast that ball got back into the infield? Oh, yeah. I was surprised. I didn't think they were going to have a uh, a play, and the, the throw came in. And Here we go with Mr. Goring, center fielder for the Nationals. There's a ball hitting to the ground to the shortstop. He picks it, throws it, short hop to Twilliger. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I assume they're going to ask for judgment on this because every play, there's judgment. That guy's out. Runner feels like he's safe. They called him safe? Walker feels like he's out. Did there's we ask- a judgment call. They're still waiting. Uh, I think the the call's been made. They're just not happy. There's this. Wow. You had him as out. I, I I had it as close, and I'm not willing to commit. I'm willing to say that Mr. Twilliger is in danger of having an injury at first base. Yes. Well, he broke a finger uh, a couple years ago. Ball hit to center left field. Oh! There's going to be an error, and uh, station to station, we're going to have bases loaded for the Nationals. We were just talking about this with our outfielders. It is the most difficult thing to do in vintage baseball is track a ball over a terrain that can possibly change, especially if you're going across the gravel road, and make a catch. It's extremely difficult. So I believe that was Mr. Mockier of the Nationals, and this would bring up Mr. Linton. The most difficult thing in vintage baseball is going through a season acting like a human. <laughs> 
well, is being a man and treating men like men. That's <laughs> the hardest thing in vintage baseball. Well, yeah. No, we know it's commitment. That's that's the biggest issue. A lot of a lot of commitment fears here. Commitment. Denise folks. and Trisha Larue walking by. Oh, Bay you City know Wives. Them. Oh. Bay City Wives. That's uh, Mrs. Tomcat and Mrs. Tanner. Are they related? By marriage, dumbass. Oh. Uh, Mr. Linton still up. Base is loaded. Grounder to the second. There's going to be a tag for one, a throw to first oh. for error to Williger. <laughs> error to Williger. Well, was that? I mean, it feel, I felt like Sloop there could have made a better throw. <laughs> I'm only giving Mr. Twilliger grief because he hasn't come on the podcast yet for an interview. Yeah, right? You can shut me up, Jim. You can shut me up. Join us. Uh, that's going to bring up Mr. Lachlan. Honestly, I would probably just talk about his sons more if he came on the podcast. God, I'm sure he'd love to talk about his sons more than him on the podcast. I would just talk about his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I would talk about, you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about is how everybody gives Walker grief over that home field of theirs, and I love it. It's one of my favorite fields to pl- when really? I was playing to play on it, yeah. but I seem to be in the minority. It's got that. character. It does. Okay. It's got good character. Nice. You lose a ball in the forest once in a while, but that happened all weekend at Old Beth Page yeah. last weekend. No one's complaining about that except yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys who make the balls. The shrubbery. The, shru- the shrubbery. The shrubbery. But on field one in Old Beth Page, you don't lose that many balls. And but on field you know, two. Yeah. Oof. It was it was a delight to hear you talk about the Beth Page. I haven't been back I haven't been to Old Beth Page. Since 1998. Wow. Yeah. My very first game at Old Beth Page was an 87 overhand. Hey, you remember uh, how you thought I was in the theater that you did short stories in? Yeah. It is that theater, isn't yeah, it? That's what I thought. Those chairs it, look familiar. It just has a name on it now. Yeah. Because that that other... Uh, yeah. Another poster had the name that you said after that we had that discussion. I, I was like, those chairs look very familiar. By the way, if somebody wants to explain to me the play Perfect Crime, the oldest running play on off-Broadway, I should say, and there's a hit into right field. There's a throw to first base. Got him. Well held by Twilliger. Well held by <laughs> Twilliger. <laughs> Twilliger comes through. <laughs> oh, man. That was, and that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. When you're playing right field here at Walnut One, your right fielder is probably middle of the the hill, a hard ground ball. You have to hustle because that's essentially hitting a a, a ground ball to a second baseman. So that's going to make the score eleven to six. National still with some uh, work to do going to the seventh inning. They got to hold them right here if the they want to. Game has gone by a little bit of a faster pace, but they are running out of time. Yeah, and they really need to put up a a, a goose egg for this inning. It is high to the center field. Yep, and well held. By With Stonewall. his hands. <laughs> by Stonewall, who recently, oh, I don't know if it's recently, recent to me because I just saw him, cut his hair. Yeah. The magic's gone. Yeah. I saw the light is no longer in his eyes. It seems like. I'm glad, too, because my wife noticed that hair. And he doesn't hit it as far anymore. Uh, uh, Wasn't there like a a Simpson or a Samsung? What's that? Samsung? Samsung. Yeah, the guy that cut his hair. Samsung. Oh, Samson? Yeah. Simpson? Simpson. 
No, he killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Ex-wife. Oh. Slo- uh, Sloop here fighting off a pitch. Foul ball back behind the scorer's table. It's nice to see him back out on the field, ladies and gentlemen. This guy. Is it? Yeah, it, it is. Well, considering the last time that I saw him, he was a Columbus Capital. Uh. <laughs> it's nice to see him back out on the field. Is he still a Columbus Capital? I mean, he lives in Ohio. I send him to schedule every year. So that's a no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's got more important things to do. Has a has a beautiful baby boy. That uh It's it's uh it's like I said uh about a couple of other players and teams. World's tournaments like riding a bike mm-hmm. once a year. <laughs> <laughs> we got a snort out of it. That was a good one. <laughs> once a year. Once a year, I got a couple of guys that can uh, relate to that. Everybody does. Yeah. There's a hit into left field, a well-struck ball for a part-time player. <laughs> you think he would have hit that better if he played more? <laughs> <laughs> he would be standing on second if he played more. I enjoy how most people uh, can take the jokes and the ribbing, and then some cry. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're in acquired taste here. With our humor. You don't have to listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's not mandatory. (laughs) Two bits. Uh, Up now. Ooh. Ooh. Swung out of his shoes, ladies and gentlemen. He had to gather himself as he started falling towards the benches after that swing. They're swinging so hard. Oh, power ball. Out of the reach of the catcher. There's one lonely person sitting in a folding chair, one of those, you know, those bag chairs. Yeah. Out there in right field underneath the tree, just <laughs> that person's going to get pelted by a line drive later. Wanting some action. They're not even going to see it coming. I'm surprised more people don't sit on that side. A lot of people sit by that flag. It, it's annoying. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet today, but it will by the time the championship comes around. Oh, more than likely, yeah, absolutely. Back to Mr. Two Bits. So the gentleman right there for the Buckeyes, you can see his left and hand. And there's a sloop going to second base on a just a straight steal. Uh, no miscue by the catcher, I don't believe. Um, I believe his name is Bones. Do you see his hand is all bandaged there? In his last match, uh, pretty much, I'm pretty sure, compound fractured the end of his finger. Is Is that Professor Bone? Uh huh. He is uh, three months away from being an orthopedic surgeon, so it was okay. really funny. So in that match, I was like, I cannot refer to somebody as Professor Bone. They call I'm him. not doing it unless he's actually becoming a professor or is a professor. So it turns out he was. Yeah, he, yeah. They, it was the security team and multiple people trying to tell someone who's about to be an orthopedic surgeon how to care for an oh. injury like that. Ah, how'd that go? He he handled it like a gentleman. What a what a great guy, yeah. <laughs> Professor Bone. It is <laughs> fly ball to left field. Left fielder st- settles under it. Oh, ejection! He caught that <laughs> with his chest, uh, and it bounces away. It's going to be second and third for Walker Tavern with Brickyard coming up. 
He's looking up at the sky wondering, what happened? The sun is not in my eyes. Yeah. How did I miss that? <laughs> the clouds. It's a low sky today. <laughs> you ever look for an excuse and you just can't find one? You're just like, Ugh. let's wait for the next batter so everybody forgets. Because we do. That play is still in everybody's minds on Nationals. You can see him, hands on hips. Oh, geez, just catch the ball. Ball comes in. They're still thinking about it like if he just would have caught the ball. You can't give up those easy oh. outs. And then the swings out to the center fielder, and everyone forgot that play. Brickyard. We're going to get two Walker Tavern wheels scoring on this play with a double by Brickyard into center field. Brickyard. Uh helped the Capitals out when we were in a pinch in May when we drove all the way up to Flat Rock to play. Brickyard was available for us and solid addition. Really? What was the score of that game? Uh, 39 to, uh, no, 36 to 29 Flat Rock. Is that serious? Yeah. They scored. Why can't you guys catch the ball? What's wrong? It was the first game of the season. Nobody catches the ball. That's just, Look at you either know how to play defense or you don't. You We don't. Why are you even asking that question? What we did, we decided we're going to try and out-hit them. And is that Mr. Cunningham's son right there with the limp? Yep. So what is his vintage baseball name? Uh, kid? I was, kid? I, I was missing him out of the lineup, and it was screwing me up. I got the lineup before he got added to the lineup, Oh. and I was screwing up everybody's name. And Kid? Uh, I think it's Kid. But much like uh, Goldberg, I'm done apologizing. There you go. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's a pop-up in the air. Uh, not going to be brought in as a fence post. It's really difficult to, to make a, a play on a pop fly on the hill. Like, it's really difficult to, to snag that ball, so... Uh, you can hear Mr. Dixon in the background explaining things to people. There's a grounder to third. Throw over to first looks accurate and is. Uh, Brickyard's going to make his third. There's going to be a second out of the inning. It's going to bring a bullet. Last batter in the lineup for oh, the right. Walker Tavern Wheels. Yeah. Uh, this is the semifinal of first class. So the winner of this match is going to the championship game. Uh, it does look like uh, they are in the seventh. Was that sixth or seventh? Bottom of the seventh over there between Saginaw and Flat Rock. As there's a single by Bullet that's going to score Brickyard, and I will I will say, uh, warning, warning to the Nationals. Walker's starting to pull away with this game. Yeah. So they, you're going to have to start. Uh, they got to make some outs. You got to get out and you got to get in there and run, or this one's going to be coming to an end as the last nails in the coffin are being pounded in by Walker. There's a, a steal by Bullet. Walker knows how to close it out, too. So they're not going to quit playing, I believe. And there's a Bullet going to the third. They don't let up. I believe Mr. Feeney learned some of that from Walker before he started the Canton Club. No matter what the situation, Canton will not let up. You can't, as there's a single by Bones, and that's going to score a run. Uh, as we saw yesterday, double-digit run innings are possible and happen in vintage baseball. Mm -hmm. So 
you actually can't let up. No. No. Here's Mr. Twilliger. Fine defensive play by Mr. Twilliger last time up. Wiping all his errors away. If clean slate. <laughs> I, I, do you know if he listens? He doesn't. <laughs> okay, good. I wish he did because he'd probably come on the show if he did. Uh, hit into left center field. Left fielder's going to go over, uh, get in front of it, and then something happened. Oh. And they're going to oh. get. They're going to. Oh. They're going to get you. <laughs> Air, Mr. Twilliger. Air, Mr. Twilliger. <laughs> he, he he thought he could coast into second base, and there was a, a nice throw from the outfield to second to hang him out to drive to end the inning. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Flat Rock has won the game, and Flat Rock will be advancing to the championship match. Against Walker. And if you put your money on a match for the championship before this, who you got? Flat Rock and Walker would have been uh, the betting favorite, I think. I mean, in an earlier episode, which you'll hear with our conversation with Ossie, I said Flat Rock and Walker. Did you? I did. Wow, I did not. I went Oregon and Drovertown. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going for the sexy pick. Yeah. Uh, very ugly. That woman turned out to be an <laughs> ugly woman. Uh, as you're probably going to see Walker... Uh, put on some defense here in this inning uh, to wrap this up. Nationals down to their last three outs. As we see the uh, those those pesky kids from Canton walk into the field to take the, the next match. As oh. we're at 15-6. Yep. We got a fair ball hit. A fair foul ball. By Mr. I'm sorry, I don't want to get your name wrong. It's T-R-U-A-X. Is that Trow? Yep. Mr. Trow makes his first. And that's going to bring up uh, Mr. Murkowski. Looking to capitalize off of his, uh, the center fielders playing him much deeper, this at bat. But 15 to 6 is where we're at. Lots of damage uh, in that last inning. And uh, nine runs is possible in an inning. Nine runs isn't even ridiculous to sound to hear, but uh, it is kind of ridiculous to hear against Walker. <laughs> <laughs> True, very good point. <laughs> like uh, the defense is solid, and uh, yeah. So in the championship game, there's going to be a lot of gray. There's going to be a lot of hard hit balls, and the team who plays defense better is going to win. <laughs> oh, you going to try and pick one right now? I feel like that'd be an emotional pick. There's a grounder to short that's going to be a double play. Oh, he definitely didn't make it the first bag. Fine play by Mr. Twilliger. Clean slate, <laughs> clean slate, clean slate. <laughs> uh, and that brings up Mr. Serrano with two outs. This is uh last call for the Nationals. Uh. Nationals uh, were... Definitely game for a fine weekend of baseball. They they played well. They did. All weekend long. And uh by the way, some fantastic gentlemen on the Nationals. I did enjoy our match. Even with the new people that I don't know. Very, very fun match. The rule is you can't be part of the vintage baseball uh system here at the village without being a good dude. 
Yeah. I think it's on the application. Good dude. Uh, I don't know. Ossie, Ossie in his younger years was kind of a jerk. <laughs> younger years? <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Somebody's got to hold it together. Yeah, true. Good point. Thank you. Shout out to Ossie. I'll see you next year. Uh, there's a hit down the left oh. field line. Spectators, safe. As uh, the crowds are making their way down uh, the road here to find a spot for the upcoming matches, this is the this is the point when you're a spectator where you got to find that prime location for the championship match. I'm looking for the teams that are playing in the next game. I see some Canton guys. It's Canton and the Columbus Buckeyes. Okay. For the second class championship. Oh, winner gets an invite back. Loser back in the draw. Yep. There's a pop-up to the catcher. Mr. Simpson's going to hold it with his hands. And uh, that's going to bring this match to an end. Thank you for listening as the Walker Tavern Wheels have moved on to the championship here at Greenfield Village World's Tournament with a score of 15-6 over the Nationals for Rudy Frias. I'm the Barrel Roller, and we're going to turn on the ambient mic so you can get the after-game speeches. Thank you. Don't forget to listen to our interviews and download everything. Tell a friend. So we are delighted at good balls so far today and yesterday as well. And now we will move uh, move on to thank you for coughing. <laughs> Sorry, I cursed you. Our next game to be played. <laughs> Making the Nationals were counted victories, <laughs> but they made it to the championship bracket. They've uh, never done that before, including well, they in did play Droverton. When they were defeated. That was a <laughs> yeah, they did. You I picked Groverton uh, versus Oregon. Oregon against Groverton. I mean, not like really a victory. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll, they'll take it.